You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show all right, here we go. It is a Wednesday. Al's in red. I'm in gray. And um, I don't know why that's pertinent or relevant, but it just kind of came out. So You're painting a picture, Jerry. Painting the picture as we are sitting in the Boomer and Carton Allstate Insurance Studios. How about that? I'm on Craig's mic today, which this sounds terrible in my headset as well. I'm so. starting to think it's your ears. Because I actually listened back to one of the podcasts the other day. I thought you sounded fine. No, it's not my ears because when I when I... When I talk in my regular studio position, Jerry, that you see on television, everything sounds fine. This sounds better now, but... All right. Well, fair enough. Anyway, uh, last night, pretty exciting at City Field. Uh, I did find it funny. Craig was unhappy with the dogs. You know, it's all about the dogs. Dog days at the ballpark. Dog days at the ballpark. I know you're into that, right? I am not into that. I'm with Craig. I don't want... I love dogs, too, but I just don't want dogs at the ballpark. Because that's like going like when dogs go, when you go to the dog park even to walk your dog, everyone brings their aggressive dogs out. Well, also, what are they going to do? Yeah, they just start, your dog doesn't want to go to the ballpark. Your dog wants to stay home. And why does the dog want to get out of air conditioning and get off the couch? Your dog does not (laughs) want that. Uh, Do we really know what these dogs want? Yes, I'll tell you what they don't want. Check out this study, Jerry. Okay. Oh, you got a study. Yeah, and this comes from Psychology Today. That's a legitimate publication. Psychology Today says what your dog does not want is hugs. Your dog does not want a hug from you. That dogs, when they're being hugged by humans, get totally stressed out. Hmm. Wow, it freaks them out, huh? It freaks them out. I wonder why that is. They just don't like it, Jerry. They they studied. Let's tell they did the study. Check this out. They studied and analyzed 250 internet photos that people posted of hugging their dogs, scanning for known signs of anxieties in the dogs including turning their head away, showing the whites of their eyes, and slicked back ears. I don't want to be a bad guy. Yeah. This kind of sounds like you. (laughs) Well, it's funny you say that. Yes. (laughs) It is funny you say that, Jerry. Uh, Why is that, Al? Because I do not come from a hug family. Neither do I. You don't either, right? No, no, I don't. So I kind of am with these dogs. (laughs) So check this out, Jerry. Not only does your dog not like hugs, you did not grow up in a hug family. No, not really. Me neither. And I don't feel like I missed anything. No, my parents were there for me every step of the way. Absolutely. Same here. And I don't feel like I missed out not being constantly hugged. Didn't mean anything to me. Well, this is how strange it was for our family. So my older sister, Debbie, married into an Italian family. Mm Mm-hmm. So uh, they're very touchy-feely, these Italian families. Well, I'm an Italian family. Oh, well, then it's not uh, everyone, but some of the families. This family was. This family. So when we would go do family dinners and things, combining the families, 
when I would enter or leave the other family that my sister married into, her in-laws and their children, would all hug you hello and hug you goodbye. It was a whole big thing. What about the kiss on the cheek? That uh, drives me crazy. Some the kiss on the cheek. Yeah. So what started to happen, and I noticed with my family, was when we would go to leave these events, like I'm, I was going uh, to Basking Ridge, my fa- my parents are going to Colonia at the time, well, you can't hug and kiss goodbye in-laws and not your own family. Right. So we all started hugging each other, <laughs> hello and goodbye, You based solely on the other family doing it. You buckled for peer pressure. We buckled from peer pressure. That is awesome. By the way, why not just give the see this is what I this is what I do now. I give the standard wave. Yeah, we used Guys, to do the wave. Guys, gotta go. We did used to do the wave. Uh, it's just it's too much. But most fam most uh Italian families do not accept the wave as the only good Mine does. Yours does now. Yes. My listen, when we get together, let's say on a Sunday, my parents know I am out the door at six o'clock. Right. No later. Because you got to get to bed. Yes. And I, w- I don't want to get home and go right to sleep. I want to get home and have a little bit of an evening and kind of get set for the Monday and the food and, you know, whatever you got to get together and the clothes got to be ready. So I don't want to get home at 830 and lay right down. I want to be home at 630. Right. So there have been many a time now where I will look at the watch. It's 545 and the cake is just being put out. And I will tell my kids, eat it quick. By 6, 6.05, we're out the door. I look at my watch. Kim, she knows now. She knows the look. She will start getting stuff together. I will then stand by the door and say, everybody, it's been great. So you can just give the wave and all you, your wife, and your always, kids can all bail out? Yes, although my wife and my kids will walk around and say goodbye first. I'm waiting in the car. I will give my mother a kiss goodbye. I always do that. But everybody else, please, I'm leaving. Oh, are your kids hugging the relatives goodbye, or they're just um, walking some, up to them? Some, I mean, some do. You know, like my mother will give them a hug goodbye, right. and I guess my sister will, but not everybody, no. Now, are you huggy with your kids? Huggy? No, not really. Not really? No, but I give them a kiss uh, every night, and I tell them I love them every night, and that's it. Is your wife a huggy person with you? Like More than you, I am. When uh, you started dating, me? was she like a huggy type God, person? Well, we started dating in 1991. Uh, I, don't, invent- I honestly don't remember. Were hugs invented in I 1991? I don't remember. But I mean, I'll get a hug from her once in a while. Once in a while? Yeah. Yeah, once in a while. I mean, I don't walk around and, you know, we don't just, you know. Constantly hugging? No. Constantly no, 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 embracing? No, 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 no. Not at all. Yeah. Not at all. Plus, I mean, you know, she works different hours than I work. She, you know, she works four days a week. So there's actually a lot of time I don't see her. Right. You know, which is now, and with baseball, there are days like yesterday, I didn't see her in the morning, didn't see her all afternoon. We met at the fields for a five o'clock game, went to a quick hello Game ended at almost 8 o'clock. We had separate cars, got home. Basically, you know, I had the Mets on until 9.30 and went to sleep. So I didn't even see her much for more than 20 minutes last right. night. So no less hug. You didn't even see no, her. No, was, there was nothing yet really There was yesterday. no hugging. No, a kiss goodnight and that was it. Right. What and about your, uh, yeah, I know you, you don't have dogs. Like this study says your dogs don't want hugs. You have cats. I do have two cats. Do you ever hug the cats? No. I hug the cats? Yeah. No. Cats definitely don't want hugs. No, cats I'll, don't now, want any interaction. With one you. Of, now, my premium, the the beautiful Jewel that That's we had, cat? who died. Oh, she passed. Uh, sorry. Yes, last year. Now she loved being carried around. Really? So I would pick like her a baby? up. Baby? Uh, no, 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 not like a baby. You, you would. Or you would scoop hold her. your hand underneath her front two paws, so like your hands almost under her face, I guess. Like on her. And neck you're basically area? holding her on your arm. Okay. And then kind of cradle her. She in liked your chest. That. She loved it. And then if I sat down like that, she would just kind of. 
lay right down on my stomach and go to sleep. One of the cats we have now is very much like her. I'll pick her up once in a while and do that. The boy doesn't want to be bothered. Now, when a cat purrs, does that mean the cat's happy or not happy? No idea. We have The one cat we have is the big male cat. He purrs nonstop. He's a pain in the ass. He's a good cat, but he's a pain in the ass. The other one doesn't purr. Neither did Jewel. Hmm. So there you go. We just broke down the uh, life of my cats. Right. Huh, how about that? Hmm. We did find out uh, previous here that your your cat thinks you're a big cat. Right, which I don't believe. I don't believe. Yeah, did you do you ever watch Impractical Jokers? I do. I wa- I love uh, Impractical Jokers. Is it Jokers. Joe? I forget the names. Is it Joe who's afraid of cats? I don't know. I forget which one. Uh, one of them is afraid of cats. And one time to spook him or freak him out, they had a man in a cat suit at the drive-thru. <laughs> and at first glance, he literally almost freaked out. It was actually very funny. So all I can think of when you say that cats look at us as cats is now that idiot in the drive-thru from the Impractical Joker show. Which, by the way, might be one of the best shows ever put on TV. And there's always a, uh, you know, I watch it on Sunday nights. It's always a marathon. Awesome. They just back to back to back to back them. I mean, it's, it's it's literally the one show that I can that I can think of that I could sit down and I could get lost in yeah. for hours. I do love it. And it's you can tremendous. watch it with kids, too. Oh, um, yes, sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes not so good. Yeah, but sometimes even if it's not, not so great, good. it's not, not terrible. I agree, which is why my son, who's a, my son's the one that found the show and turned me onto it. And I remember the first one I saw, I'm like, what is this? I'm, and I'm like, all right, this is kind of funny. And the thing at the end, like the punishment for the guys who lost, yeah. they had to teach a sex ed class to their parents. <laughs> and I'm sitting there at my, at the time, 10-year-old. I'm like, what are we doing? I mean, this is, come on. Right. So very funny, though. And Jerry, here's something for you. This is in Iceland. Uh, there's a uh, public swimming pool area that has a, uh, they had to put a poster up. It was at a pool, swimming pool. They had to put a poster up um, w- with an actual figure. Uh, showing you what not to do. They they were having a problem with old men using the hair dryers in the bathrooms okay. to, to dry their balls. <laughs> so they you probably can't see that from there. They That's had a, tremendous. They had to put up a uh, like. By a, the way, why can't you? Yeah, um, I agree. You're not touching anything. I guess they don't want that um, contraption, the blow dryer, near your testicles. Although if you're not touching your testicles, what's the problem? Why can't it take a hair dryer and do that on your butt? I'm, I think I don't have hair now, and I haven't had, had hair in a long time. But I recall when I did have hair and I did blow dry it, I know I, I tilted it down every once in a while to to get the uh, air. Get the what? To get the air on it. Air on what? The balls. <laughs> <laughs> I've never used a hair dryer in my life. You've, you've, oh. Never. Never, ever, ever. The next time you're at a hotel on the road for Columbia, what? I don't after know. Is, you shower, is there a sensation to it? It's a bit of a sensation. <laughs> really? A little bit. Air Warm on Warm air <laughs> blowing on your balls? Sure. <laughs> I hope these mics aren't live still <laughs> on the other, in the other studio like it was earlier. I mean, uh, enough that they had to post a sign here in Iceland, Jerry, because people. But isn't the air hot? So wouldn't you it, burn the sackage? Yes, the air is hot, but what you got to do is quick motions. I'm doing it with my hand now. It's like, what are you doing with your hand now? I'm showing you the quick motions of the, you blow it on like this, air, like air, air, and then push away. Then it works. (laughs) But I would blow it on my chest and everything. It's nice hot air. It works to what degree? Like, what are we trying to accomplish? For the the balls? (laughs) 
I think just it's a nice <laughs> sensation. These so the were... end game is it just feels nice. And you get everything really dry instead of just a towel dry. Well, I think you should get junk bomb personally. But... That would work as well, but yeah. it's not a blowing sensation of a nice warm air. <laughs> it's a rubbing sensation. <laughs> and now is. we have it in Arisol, <laughs> the best of both worlds. <laughs> Jerry, speaking of balls and bats and little leagues and schedules. Well, you're the king of the segue. It's time to talk about Team Snap. Now, this is an app for your phone, Jerry, I think. Right. Let me know if I'm wrong here. This is an app for your phone where you're able to keep track of all of your Little League games. Correct. Where these games are. Yep. What day these games are. You got it. The time of these games. Sure. What teams you're playing. Affirmative. What you need to bring to these games. Dead on. And who may need a ride to these games. You got it. And instead of just sending mass emails out, which nobody reads, you ever, so many people, when I look at their phones, you can, you know, you see the front of their phones, it says they have like 123 unread emails. I know. Those are all the emails about your little league teams yeah. and where you're supposed to be. And then you go, I didn't, I'm sorry, I didn't get the email. You know, what was frustrating to me is I've got a kid on my, on one of my teams who's, uh, mother has a smartphone. I won't say which one, but has a smartphone. But she's got about five different email accounts. And he missed two practices and was late to a game. Yeah. Why? Because she did not get the email in time. Start using TeamSnap. We've had no problem since. Right, because then the coach hates your kid. He doesn't hate you. Well, he I hates... don't hate him. I like him a lot, actually. Oh, you coach. I'm the coach. Oh, okay. Right? I'm well, not Jerry teammate. Doesn't. Although I'd love to play again. Oh. And if I had TeamSnap back in the day, oh, it would have made things so I remember when I was in high school once. I was late to a practice because the practice got moved. Never got the memo, and back then they were literally memos that were passed around in high school. Didn't get it. There was no team snap back in 1991. Do you ever fantasize about? Uh, I do fantasize getting yeah. in the batter's box against one of these kids that you're teaching and just like taking them downtown with a home no. run. No, I don't. I do. When that I used to go to my kind of weird actually. Well, I would go to my nephew's baseball game when he'd be like ten. I'd be like, oh, if I we could just get in the batter's and do box, what? Drill a home run. Why don't you just do that anyway? Because I, I think I get to hit a home run off a 10-year-old. I don't think I could hit a home run off a... You would get actual satisfaction from I that. would. In, okay. I have... Fa- like, I. this was my fantasy when I would go to these games, that I'm I'm sitting there watching the game, right? Mm-hmm. Watching my nephew's game. 10, 11, 12, 12 years old. Let's say 12 years old. And uh, the team's down by all these runs. Uh, the, the players are getting hurt, and there's no one left. And the ump allows... The coach to pick someone out of the stands, and it's me. And I just get an now, aluminum bat and crank one right out of the said, park. I'd love to see you hit off some of our travel 12-year-olds. <laughs> I don't, think don't, I I hit don't know that you would do well. Mm. Now, I have the 11-year-old team. That's what we use Team Snap for, and Team Snap's great. Go to teamsnap.com slash postgame. And right? you get a season for free, Jerry. There's no credit card required. Good right. deal, right? The 12-year-old team has broken away from the league because they only want to play travel. They don't want to do any rec. We do rec and travel. Let me just say that I don't think you would hit the ball off of their top pitcher. I'm still amazed when I watch him pitch. Yeah. Like, this kid's 12. Keep in mind, 50 feet away, not 60. I think you'd struggle. He, I would say this. I could probably get a hit off a 12-year-old that hasn't hit puberty yet. If you're giving me a... A post-puberty 12-year-old? No, not, no, I don't I'm know if he's post-puberty it. or not. He's, but he's 12 years old. He throws gas. He changes speeds. And as much as I don't I'm not his coach and I don't care. I'm not his dad. It's really more on the dad than the coaches. Because uh, I think these kids do whatever they want these days. The kid throws a curveball. 
that I think if you just cold, as you just mentioned, the ump said, you, sir, yes. old guy, you hit. I don't know that you would. Hmm. All right. That having been said, would you like my buddy, a, a good friend of mine, a couple of good friends of mine, play on an over 39 uh, league on a team? Yes. They're always looking for someone. They've asked me, and I've said no. Would you like to have that fantasy brought to life against a 39-year-old pitcher? Um, no, because I, I feel like I'm of equal skill. I get you a uniform. You can pick no. the game you want to go to. They'll put you in the outfield if you're good with that. I think I would be out for that. You in DH. And I'll come periscope the at-bats. <laughs> Maybe, if I could DH. If you could, all right, so hold on. So if you could DH. I don't play the field. You don't play the field. You would go for one game and allow me to periscope your at-bats. Yeah, I will do that. All right, I will I will make that happen because maybe I'll play in that game. Then. Okay, perfect. Done deal. I like that. I'll just make sure I bat 12th and you bat 3rd or so or 5th or something so we're never on base All right. at the same time. Oh, I like that. This is going to be fun. A um, couple of things quickly. Uh, you and your girlfriend are big runners now, right? Well, I mean, your girlfriend is. is you've run a couple of things. Could Five you imagine? Ks. What's that? I only run 5Ks. Okay, speaking of 5Ks, did you see this story about this 12-year-old girl from uh, Rochester, New York? So she apparently was signing up for her first 5K and, and then wound up running a half marathon. How did that happen? Well, apparently she joined she joined a group at the wrong starting line, and then she started running the 13-mile race and noticed a few miles in that something's not right, that this is going a little bit longer than was expected. She realized the mistake and asked for someone to tell her how much longer she had to go, which was, oh, about nine more miles. And give this girl credit, she finished the race. It is confusing when you go to these races, Jerry. I just went to the Asbury Park half marathon and 5K. I didn't know that. So that's the same. It could be. It could be the yeah. same area where you start. Yeah. Everyone like everyone gets together in the same area. Didn't know that. But the 5Ks start a little more. You know, not far from where the marathon starts. So you could easily get caught up in the wrong line, especially like this girl was running late for the race. She's frantically getting there. She sees a group of runners take off. She takes off. And now all of a sudden, she's running a half marathon. Why is this not ending? 13 miles. 13.1 miles. Imagine? No, thank you. A 5K is only three miles. Right. Like and 3. if you have to walk 1. some of it, you could still finish in a decent time. Yeah. I mean, I did that with the Long Island thing. I walked mo- much of it. But my God, what a mess. I, I, think, I think your girlfriend, when you did the thing in Philly, I think, I want to say she periscoped. 30 seconds a little bit, yes. of the mess that was involved. And I remember seeing that like, my God, what is that? Yeah, I'd be worried about getting trampled right at the start. Yes. It's like a stampede. Yes, it's do too many people. Do they shoot a gun off? How do you start? They do shoot a gun is off. Is that true? Interesting. Starter's pistol, Jerry. Yes, exactly what Not I Not an thought. actual gun. Have you ever gone to the um, the Home Alone house in Wisconsin? No. I think that's I've, where it is. I've I think never it's in been. Wisconsin. You've never been there? Well, Sal Licata, who's a friend of mine, you know him as well, and Eddie Erickson, he used to be Mike Francesa's producer, they went to, I want to say Falcons Packers a couple of years. I forget one, a couple of years ago. They made the journey to go to Lambeau. They'd never been there. And on the way back, they stopped at the Home Alone house. And Sal, being the goofball that he is, took the picture with himself and the house behind him, and he thinks it's like the coolest thing. Well, how about the fact that they're doing Full House now? Now it's called Fuller House. The poor people that actually bought the house that is shot for the original which they use again now in Fuller House. Which is in the theme song and everything, right? Correct. And used, uh, what is it? What's the app? Um, Jesus, God. Netflix. Yes, they do it for Netflix. Because I signed up just for it so my son could watch. The, he likes the show. 
these people are having uh, literally like tourists and passerbyers every day snapping pictures at their house. On one hand, it's kind of cool. On the other hand, how soon does that get annoying? Now, they, they had to know when they were moving in that this was the full house house. Sure, but I'm sure when they also bought it, I, the story doesn't say when they bought it, who knew that show was ever coming back in any way, shape, or form? Right. It was it was laying dormant for a while. No one sure. cared. Just a house were, now. Right. It's kind of tough. Yeah, it is tough. There's the, uh, when I go out and do my um, my appearances at the Security Dodge out there in Amityville, yeah. Uh, it's a couple blocks away from the Amityville Horror House. Is that true? So yeah, you went over there? Of course I did. But well, why didn't we go see this house when we were in San Francisco? I was not aware of that house. Huh. Now that you say it, I'm not sure I would know. I was never a full house guy. Oh, really? So I wouldn't know. But if I had children, or maybe for like my nieces and nephews there who are into this show, I would like to take a picture on the front porch. I guess that makes sense because I, I would say I probably forgot about that show too until my son, who maybe at eight years old or nine, stumbled upon it on Nickelodeon. And all of a sudden I'm watching shows that I was right. watching in my teens, which is kind of cool. And the Fuller House is goofy, but it's okay. As they've actually have a, they have a lot more sexual innuendos in it for people right? my age, older folks that are probably watching it with their kids. It's you know it's kind of good, so whatever. Um, I think that's all I got. All right, Jerry, you gonna watch the hockey game tonight? I will not. No, I didn't think so. I'm gonna watch the Mets. I'm watching uh, Matt Harvey tonight, and I have no confidence in Matt Harvey anymore. I heard it's you really say that weird. with Tony, and I happen to agree with you. Strange. There's something missing with Matt Harvey right now, and I don't know what it is. He throws fastballs down the middle. With ma- which major leaguers can hit? I'll say this real quick. When you mention that, we all get nuts over Syndergaard, right? And I'm with I'm with you, and I watch it. And to we me, I him. get nuts over Syndergaard because he can go 100 to 83 to that 93 mile hour slider. The entire repertoire, as they the ga- call it, he right? runs the gamut, Jerry. Have you noticed though how many guys throw in the mid to high 90s? It's just because that stupid gun says 100. We get nuts. But the arms in major, I didn't realize, Avaldi was throwing 99 the other day. Why don't we get nuts over him? We don't even think of him as a Because he doesn't baller. have the it factor. Right. That's it. Right. Syndergaard has the hair, it, Thor. He's, he's got the it factor. The it factor. And Jerry. the Mets right now have the it factor, and they I'm looking forward to do. tonight. All right, I'll see you later. All right, peace out. stars of the show, Alan Jerry.